Greetings, listener. This is Dave Smith, the pirate nutritionist. Not a licensed pirate or nutritionist. Thanks for joining me once again. Uh, I think this is my third episode. I'll probably stop naming or counting them after I do uh, too many of them because I don't want to start saying, this is episode 119 because that'll get boring. Anyway, recording the podcast in my garage today, so hopefully uh, I won't hear too many cars driving by the outside. Uh, and if you do, I apologize. Anyway, I wanted to talk about two things today. Uh, one is that uh, Americans will believe anything if it is told to them by a person wearing a white coat and a pocket protector, maybe pocket protector, that is, and maybe someone holding a vial pouring chemicals into one or the other vial, and they've got a little diploma on the wall. All of these can mean the person's competent, but we tend to believe these people no matter what they say about anything when we see these people, and uh, I'm going to talk about this, uh, and uh, basically I'm talking about studies uh, showing various things and how they um, are not necessarily to be believed. Also, I'm going to go through my daughter's uh, menu for their school lunches. This is this is fantastic. This was June. This is a typical uh, school menu. I'm going to start doing this right now, I think, because it's kind of funny. I'm going to get into that uh, first. And so, that, yeah, this was June 2019. I'm going to go through what they are fed uh, in the cafeteria lunch here. By the way, this is... Uh, you know, because of government guidelines, by the way. I know people don't check the government guidelines when they go in to go eat, but the schools sure do. And this is their uh, following, they think, following the healthy diet put out by the government. Now, they've got little pictures of, uh, uh, like, the my plate. They're showing what's supposed to be on the plate. And they show a big plate here, and it's supposed to be half fruits and vegetables. Okay, whatever, fine. But then a quarter of it is supposed to be grains, mostly whole. Okay. They got a picture of bread there and some oatmeal or rice or something. And then the other quarter, they do have protein foods, and they show eggs and uh, poultry and some... Shockingly, it looks like they're showing some steak there, which is good. And then they have a little side plate that says dairy. But uh, a good quarter of it should be uh, grains, it says there, and fruits and vegetables. So only a small portion should be meat. Anyway, I'm going through the uh, menu here. Uh, June 3rd, I don't know what day of the week that was. But breakfast, they have uh, oatmeal chocolate chip breakfast bar. Okay, so basically that's candy. Candy for breakfast. And for lunch, they have hamburger slash cheeseburger. Wow, there's a little tiny spider um, coming down from the roof of my garage right in front of my face. <laughs> it just hovered in front of my computer screen as I was reading. That was weird. Okay, I set him free. So anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, so for breakfast, they had candy, which, which is an oatmeal chocolate chip breakfast bar. This is candy. This is processed uh, uh oats and chocolate so oats are basically gonna your liver is gonna respond to this by going oh you've given me glucose 
So, and that's what it's going to do. It's going to raise your glucose, uh, your insulin level. And then for lunch, we have hamburger cheeseburger, which obviously is going to have more bread than meat on it because that's what hamburgers and cheeseburgers are. And they also have yogurt and granola. Now, I'll guarantee you, the yogurt they're, they're giving them is not going to be a high-fat yogurt with, with uh, no sugar in it. It's going to be the opposite. It's going to be probably no fat because that's healthy, and it's going to be pumped with sugar, so they'll eat it. So they basically have hamburger slash cheeseburger, so it's got a bunch of bread on it, and then they've got candy. They're serving candy with it in the form of yogurt and granola, so that's candy. And also at the bottom, they've got baked cheddar cheese sun chips, which is, again, candy. So they've got, for June 3rd, breakfast and lunch and this this big cheddar cheese sun chips snack or whatever they basically have probably one patty of probably low quality beef is the only real food that they could be eating um and maybe the cheese slice and it's probably american cheese with lots of like uh, milk product and it's not even really that great of a cheese so they basically got one slab of tiny slab of beef that whole day or the rest was candy so let's move on to june 4th this this is why the kids are getting fat y'all let's move on to june 4th i don't think i'm gonna go through the entire thing because you're gonna get the gist of this thing okay june 4th the next day breakfast mini strawberry pancakes again candy for breakfast let's see what they got for lunch chicken corn dog all right power pack which is turkey deli stick cheese cubes and crackers now the corn dog obviously has lots of bread on it, and it'll have a processed meat product in there, which is chicken. Okay, fine, whatever. They probably think that's better than pork for some reason, but it's not necessarily. But it's got breading on it, so again, that's got some candy wrapped around the meat. I call bread candy. I call candy candy. I call um, grains candy because it's all acting upon your body in the same way. Your your liver's gonna go. Oh, I got I got me some candy here. And that's how it's going to process it. It's going to shoot your glucose up, shoot your insulin up, and it's going to lock up your fat stores so your body's not uh, not able to access your fat for fuel because that insulin is high. Plus, it's damaging you. Every time you eat candy, you get a little bit of a damage to your insides. It's kind of like pumping a big bolus of water through a hose, like way more than it's used to. That insulin surge goes through let that let's say you pump that water up at, at 100 times the normal pressure it's going to damage the hose as it goes through make little cracks in the hose and maybe even leaks at some point this is where you get your atherosclerosis anyway so like i said the next day candy for breakfast in the form of mini strawberry pancakes and i'm sure there's syrup with that and then lunch they got chicken corn dog yes uh we went through that now the power pack is interesting because while it is processed meat they, they do have turkey and cheese cubes okay i i that's you know at least that's kind of real food but then of course they put crackers in there with it because no kids just kind of want to eat turkey and cheese come on so they put crackers so they mix candy with the turkey with the power pack in the form of crackers remember this is candy so again they got basically candy with every meal let's go to june 5th breakfast bagel cheese pizza so again mostly bread it's going to be thick piece of bread for lunch chicken tenders again breaded and they're throwing in the yogurt and granola again which is also candy so you've got candy wrapped chicken which is the chicken the breaded chicken tenders probably fried in an unhealthy oil by the way fried in a vegetable oil or a canola or something of this sort which is a bad oil that you should not eat these are processed oils that again were made by the people i mentioned earlier with the lab coats that these were invented by them you should be cooking with 
with um, actual animal fats that are natural that your body understands how to process or less processed things like extra virgin olive oil, coconut. So anyway, chicken tenders. uh, Let's go a couple more here. Uh, June 6th, breakfast, honey oatmeal bun, candy. And for lunch, we have turkey taco pocket. Okay. Um, Some meat mixed again with some sort of bread, which is candy. So meat wrapped in candy. And then we have, again, the yogurt and granola, which is candy and candy. Sugary granola with no fat and then granola, which is candy. And they also have a treat on that day, which says chocolate belly bear graham crackers. Candy, candy, candy. All right. So you get the gist of this. This this goes on <laughs> like this uh, the entire month. It's candy for breakfast and then candy mixed with a couple of uh, unhealthy whole foods uh, for the rest of it. They got teriyaki chicken here. We got vegetable fried rice, rice again. They got peanut butter and jelly, Uncrustables. They got more cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets. There's absolutely nothing in here really that is a whole natural food the entire month. And this is based on the food pyramid. And don't give me the uh, Reagan ketchup as a vegetable thing because while that is true, the government is horrible at doing this and they did. They do try to save money by calling things vegetables that aren't and and if you're, uh, if, if yeah, if you hate Reagan because he did that, well, guess what? So did Obama the last time around. They wanted to classify tomato paste as a vegetable. So same, same stuff. They, they do it all the time just to save money, and they really don't know what they're doing vis-a-vis nutrition, lunch, and thanks a lot, government. Uh, so, so that's pathetic, and this is why kids are getting fat and unhealthy and sick, and it's stupid needs to stop. Uh, if you want to go to help this out, uh, Nina Teichels is doing a fantastic job at trying to get the government to actually look into the science behind their own recommendations because guess what? They never did. It's going to get me to my next uh, point here. They never did look into the science that was available when they were deciding what to recommend all Americans eat. It's sheer stupidity. and She's actually getting them to review the actual science behind these decisions. This is I think it's called the Nutrition Coalition. I'm going to look this up. Uh, Nutrition Coalition. Nina Teicholz. And I think you spell her name T-E-I-C-H. T-E-I-C-H-O-L-Z, I think is the name. Um, yeah, it's nutritioncoalition.us. You should go check this out and give them money if you can because she's doing good work. Like I said, no one actually goes to to look like when they go to lunch I don't look at the uh, government guidelines but prisons military schools they're all doing this even the military people getting fat in the military they're having trouble meeting their quota now because the young folks are too fat and they're getting fat while they're in the military so this is a this is a bad sign and it's obvious they're being fed candy with every meal every meal has candy it's it's shocking so uh, nutritioncoalition.us. Go check it out. Nina Teicholz. Look her up. She's great. Give some money or just spread the word. Say, hey, stop feeding kids candy every goddamn meal and maybe we'll get somewhere. And anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about studies. And when you see studies showing uh, red meat causes cancer, red meat causes a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this just goes to show that Americans will believe anything. Uh, we're we're kind of dumb if if someone who with a with a with a uh, you know you'll see the you see the commercials with the guy it's the commercial they're selling the latest diet thing or fad or whatever the the um, thing is on daytime TV and they always have a a guy who's supposed to be a doctor and he's got a stethoscope around his uh, 
over his shoulder with his white coat on, and you'll see the diploma on the wall, and he's talking about, uh, yes, this running stick works. If you uh, hold this stick and jog 12 miles a day, you're going to lose weight. Yeah, well, no shit. Uh, do you need the stick at this point? Uh, no, you really don't. Or the acai berry, people talking about the healing properties of the acai berry, which is you know, sugar, by the way, uh, all these kinds of things. We are, they sell them to us because they're appealing to our sense of our, our, our scientific brain and saying, look, this doctor says it's, it's, it's okay. Well, this is what we get with when we, we get, we these, see these studies that are showing eggs are bad. One day eggs are bad. The next day eggs are good. One day steak is okay. The next day steak is bad. Um, so hope that's not my wife pulling up in the driveway. Anyway, we will believe anything. The studies that you're seeing these uh, uh, claims come out of are what we call epidemiological studies, and they're basically just from food questionnaires over maybe decades. Like, they'll ask somebody, uh, so what'd you eat uh, over the last six months or last year or last ten years? People try to gauge, like, they'll say, how many cups of ribs did you have? Really, do you remember how many cups of cups of ribs you had over the last year? And they don't ask, was there a sugary sauce on them? Or were they just plain? And you know when people eat ribs, they're usually having a sugary sauce. These things are not teased out. Uh, in an epidemiological study, when you get, say, uh, you say, oh, this person had a cheeseburger. Oh, that go that's red meat. So that counts against red meat. Really? Uh... The mo most cheeseburgers I've seen, I have a Carl's Jr. down the street from me. They've got a Western bacon cheeseburger there. It's got huge fluffy bun, again, candy. It's got really sweet barbecue sauce on it, again, candy. And probably got uh, other other um, um, things on it, like the oils they cooked it in are probably polyunsaturated fatty acids, like poofas, again, fake oils that we don't want to be consuming. So they're basically lumping... Uh, say that uh, Western bacon cheeseburger gets lumped into, oh, that's red meat. Yeah, well, no, it's not. It's candy with some meat inside it. Um, so the, the only studies you should be paying attention to, folks, if you see, like, the letters RCT by it, which means randomized controlled trial, this is where they're actually going in and controlling what people are eating. They might even have them sequestered away in a hotel or someplace where they're able to just monitor what they actually are putting into their pie hole and adjusting macros here and there. Let's give these people this much fat, this the this much protein and this this many carbs and things like this. And folks, whenever you see these type of studies, and by the way, they've been trying for since the 50s and 60s to prove that eating uh, animal fats are bad for humans. Every time they try to do a randomized, actually randomized controlled study. Uh, turns out meat's actually good for you. They cannot, they cannot find any uh, uptick in heart attacks from a higher cholesterol from meat, and mainly because meat's a natural food we've been eating for millions of years. But uh, we'll talk about that another time. But they um, try desperately to tr to prove that meat and animal products are harmful to humans and they can't every time they can only do it with epidemiological for the reasons i just said they said oh cheeseburgers are bad well i'm saying cheeseburgers are bad because you've got sugary sauces and you've got mayonnaise with soybean oil on it and you've got gigantic pieces of bread on it you got breaded onion rings on it and um that is the part of the uh the cheeseburger that is bad, but you, they're lumping it into red meat because 
let's face it, there is an agenda going on in the media because they're mostly uh, sort of vegetarian types, and um, and f- frankly, it, you're going to get if you go. I'm not. I, this is not a political podcast, but you know, more the more uh, more vegetarians tend to be like kind of on the left. And um, they kind of control the media, so eh, that's that's their that's their area. They want to kind of steer people toward let's not eat meat because it's the compassionate, nice thing to do. And you know, uh, nutrition be damned. We should be choosing uh, better things and stuff like this. And I, I don't care why you're choosing to eat a vegan or vegetarian diet, but um, if you think it's because of nutrition, please just spend more time researching it if that's what you think if you just don't want to harm animals that's cool but you know um try not to do it at your own detriment though especially you you uh, vegans out there it's that's a that's a really uh, that's a tougher way to get your nutrition but yeah vegetarian it's cool if you don't want to hurt animals i got no beef with you that's fine i prefer not to hurt animals myself i i think they should have a great life until we eat them and <laughs> there's plenty of places that do this uh, and I don't, yes, I don't want to see animals mistreated. I want to see them having a natural, normal life until I eat them. And uh, anyway, getting off topic a little bit here. But uh, again, if you see a new study come out, look to see if it's a randomized controlled study or if it's just food questionnaires given out to people uh, over decades. And by the way, people do lie on the food questionnaires. They, it's not randomized and controlled. You know what a randomized study is? Is like they'll be, um, let's say they do a taste test, but uh, like a double-blind randomized study. They're taking people who are. My computer just turned off here. They, uh, the neither the testers nor the people being tested know which thing they're getting to taste. So like like if you're gonna do like Coke versus Pepsi or something, nobody knows which one uh, the person is getting. Like including the tester or the uh, subject. So there's no way there could be any bias there. Um, it's a, it's, it's uh, teased out. Um, and this is the way you want your food to go, uh, food studies to go, is maybe people don't know uh, what, what the ratios of fat to carbohydrate to protein they're getting, and neither do the testers. They're just giving the meals that are numbered or kept track of, and then later the data is crunched. And uh, by the way, there have been about, mm, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 studies actually randomized controlled studies on low carb versus fat is just as far as uh, weight loss goes and overall health markers and guess what um low the low fat diet that the government has been pushing for decades never has beaten low carb uh and the uh the low carb versions of these diets have won they, they've beaten the low fat about mm, about 30 times they they won and then there's a, a, a lot of draws where where there's no um a clear-cut winner, depending on how the studies were done. So you've got basically a record of 30 wins, 30 ties, and no losses for the low-carb diet. And basically, the low-fat diet gets zero wins and uh, 30 ties. So who you, who you want to bet on for the next? Uh, if you're going to put money on this, who are you going to bet on for uh, for uh, winning a, a, a trial or a health uh, outcome study? low carb or low fat so anyway that's what i wanted to drive home is we will believe anything if it's told to us by a guy in a white coat so look a little further and i would say any any study you see if it doesn't say randomized controlled study it's pretty much worthless now 
if you do, the, the only time epidemiological studies are useful is to generate some hypothesis, like they generated the hypothesis that, hey, people that smoke uh, are, are heavy smokers tend to have a, you know, 800 or whatever, 800% increase in lung cancer. Hmm. Now that's pretty big and that warrants, let's do a study on this. And whenever they've gotten um, a number that big, that's obvious. And it makes sense too. So you're inhaling the smoke into your lungs. Gee, you, you probably have a higher uh, instance of uh, being sick in the lung area. And you know, big surprise causes lung cancer. But the numbers that they get for eating bacon, say, are only uh, like 40% increase, which is really just an increase from, I'm going to get into how they do this, by the way, the 40% increase, which is actually very minuscule, the way they're doing the numbers, and they're actually trying to make it seem bigger, because the actual number, I think, for bacon uh, supposedly increasing the cancer risk is actually from, like, you have a, let's say, the actual risk is four or maybe three in 10,000 people will get cancer. But then if they eat a lot of bacon, it might be five in 10,000 people. Now, that's not a huge number. It's almost like it's basically like saying, uh, my chances of winning the lottery are one in 10 million. But if I buy two tickets, it's two in 10 million. I've increased my chances of winning by 100%. These are these, these are the numbers that this is the way they crunch the numbers in order to make statins seem more effective. Uh, that's, this is exactly what they're doing. It's relative risk versus absolute risk. You, you can Google this and you'll get a good uh, um, uh, lesson on, on the difference between these two ways. You only basically, actually, I, I, any study, I want them to show me both. I would say, well, what's my absolute and what's my relative? But people who are selling stuff like statins, they're only going to give you the number that makes it look good for them and they'll use relative risk. If they don't tell you both, they are hiding something. So this is what it is. All right. And I think my wife just drove up and I'm ending this podcast right now. So, hey, share my uh, show here and uh, maybe drop me an email at piratenutritionist at gmail.com. And uh, I'll be coming back again another time. All right. Time to turn off this uh, this recording device here. Mm-hmm.